Hello and welcome to the long-awaited cast for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. This is your co-host Michael reminding you as always that this podcast will contain spoilers. Please enjoy. Welcome to Monday Movie Munchy Madness. I'm Nick Owen, and today I'm joined by Michael. Michael, you put up some pretty slanderous billboards about me on the way into the podcast. So you saw them? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I usually don't come down that road, but uh, didn't appreciate that. Yeah, I had to sell my tractor trailer to pay for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm still here. All right. I still well, came. I'm not sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'm a little sorry. Um, this week, of course, finally, we get to see three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Long awaited, highly anticipated. Sure. Um, what'd you come in thinking? It's been so long since uh, yeah, our predictions. I was around a seven or an eight. I was. I had high expectations. For I was the thinking movie. mine was probably around the same thing. Maybe yeah. an eight. I think one of us was seven. One of us was eight. Yeah, and you so. want to say seven for yourself? Sure. Okay. Sure. You take the eight. Yeah. You, you claim that eight? Uh, yeah, I'll claim it, I guess. But um, what, I, what do you want to predict? Uh, predict your prediction after yeah, the movie? Exactly. This is this is tough because I feel like I, I know how you felt about the movie, but I really I honestly can't say how you're gonna rate it. I, I don't really know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess that you're gonna. Well, rate how do you this. think? Yeah. How, how do you think I felt about this movie? I I think you. I think you felt it was darker than you expected, because I think we both felt like that. Yeah, I think we, that's we agreed upon. Yeah, we agreed upon that, and I think, but I think you liked it, but I think you didn't, I think you saw a, a few better movies, or at least one better movie, in the same sort of proximity, the same sort of time period, so I don't even think it was your favorite movie that you saw that week. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's interesting that you didn't mention that, because it's true. Because yeah, I didn't see the other <laughs> yeah. movie you saw, but um, I think you're going to end up giving it like a six and a half. Uh, that's a little lower than I'm at, but slightly lower. I'm thinking about a seven. Okay. Um, I liked it, because um, there's a lot of people that we like, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, Woody Harrelson, Sam sure. Rockwell. I think Sam Rockwell's finally getting some, like... He's such an underrated actor. I think he's finally gonna get some re- recognition uh, yeah, for this movie. Okay. He's Maybe always some, good. Some accolades. Yeah, he's always good. Yeah. Um, I was looking at his movie list earlier. And it's just like so many, um, just like underrated movies. I guess like movies maybe people haven't haven't seen or haven't uh, like heard of. Kind of like Moon. Have you seen Moon? I've not seen Moon. Yeah, no, it's great. He's great in it. Uh, looking here, uh, Mr. Wright just came out, like, Anna Kendrick, I think he just crushes that movie. Uh, The Way, Way Back, that's what we... Oh, yeah, I like The Way, Way Back a lot. Yeah, he he crushes in that movie. Seven Psychopaths, which I haven't seen yet, but... I haven't seen either, but it's the same director. Same director, yeah. Martin McDonough. Um, yeah, no, he's great, and and I gotta give a quick shout-out to, uh, F is for Family. Which is a hilarious show. Uh, it's Bill Burr show. Yeah, Bill Burr. I've never seen it. Yeah, but I could see how Sam Rockwell would have a good voice and a good character. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, I need to see more Sam Rockwell movies because uh, he's. Look at all these. Yeah, scroll he's down. In, like, four or five another... a year. Green Mile is good. Green Mile, Green of Mile, course. Yeah. Cowboy and Alien. Cowboys and Aliens. Napoleon Dynamite, the TV series. Iron Man too. Yeah, didn't know that was a thing. Oh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Yeah. Classic. He's almost in everything. Matchstick Men. That's right. Um, I thought. I mean, so you probably you probably love the movie. I think you're probably giving it about an eight. Uh, close. Yeah. I was gonna give it a seven and a half. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, close. So. Um, seven two five coming out of the cast. Seven two five. That's probably a little lower than the. Like even critics would give it right. What's what's, what's it got? It's got an eight and a half on IMDb. Yeah, it's significantly lower. Yeah. So let's talk about why. Because I I really enjoyed the movie. It was a little dark. It was a little violent. More more so than I expected. Yeah. Definitely more so than I expected. Like, thinking about it, I didn't realize that we didn't know what that third billboard said. Uh, going into the movie, you know. Good point. I never yeah. really thought about that. Yeah. And then like they show it in the movie. And it's just like, oh my god, like, yeah. you can't actually say that? really hits you right in the face. Yeah. What did it say? Uh, I don't even remember. It said raped while she was dying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, the language doesn't get much stronger than that. No. She walks into the guy's office, and she's like, what, what can you say on a billboard? Yeah. But apparently you can say raped and... Yeah, raped while dying yeah. is, is fine, as long as you don't say whatever words they said you couldn't say. Yeah. In that midwestern town, um, um, I, I, th- I don't know. I thought it was a little like um, fake smart almost. Okay, like what trying to go to be like, um, it was like trying to be like progressive with the, uh, with everyone accusing the cops of being racist, and mm-hmm. um, I thought that was almost in bad taste. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, they definitely are. They are really harsh on these cops in this in this town. And yeah, I mean, we don't live in that that part of society, so I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm sure there are there are towns where they have that kind of backwards problems, even in modern day. Yeah, of course there are. But they definitely shine a really bad light on the on the cops in this movie, except for the except for the cop who comes in right um, after. What's his name? The new captain. Oh yeah. That comes in later. The one who's like a police officer and Clark Peters yeah. character. He's a uh, he's like a police officer in every movie almost. Yeah. What was it? He's in the wire. Yeah, I think so. What was he in? Yeah, he had some great lines. Yeah, he was. Where he just kind of punked uh, Sam Rockwell's character. This guy acts a lot. Yeah. So yeah, the wire. Uh, Detective Lester Lester Freeman. Yeah. Um, I've never seen the wire. Yeah, so that when I saw him, that he immediately he plays the same character from the from the wire, except he's more like straight laced. In this, or in, in the wire. In, in this, I think. Uh, yeah. In this, I mean, he's almost like the model cop in this, right? He's actually trying to help people. He's there, and he's actually the guy who's progressive. Yeah. But because he's a cop, they don't even give him credit for that. The people from the town treat him like he's every other cop, and there's even a there's one scene where he looks and he goes, you know. Um, I'm 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 the good guy. Like I'm actually trying to help you here. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, he was great. Had a really good uh, good performance from him for sure. I mean, honestly, it was a good performance from 
absolutely everyone. Yeah, and I know you mentioned, uh, like, I saw another movie that week. Right. So I think I, I am kind of comparing those two movies to... Go, tell, just tell the... Uh, tell well, the I saw Lady Bird. Right. Uh, with Ceres Ronan. And I was kind of trying to compare her performance in that movie to Frances McDormand's in this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... Because they're both Oscar contenders, I think. Uh, yeah, I'd be surprised to not, not see them both up there. Yeah. But I don't know, I just... I, I think her performance in Lady Bird was a little better than Frances McDormand in this movie. Yeah, I gotta see Lady Bird now. Because I've heard nothing but great things. Yeah, but, I mean, don't get me wrong, Frances McDormand was great in this movie. She Phenomenal. was. I'm expecting a lot out of Lady Bird after... And I think she's still probably the odds-on favorite for Best Actress. I hope so. Has she won before? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. For what? Oh yeah, she won an Oscar. One Oscar. For Fargo? Brooklyn? No. She hasn't. Uh, she got nominated. Uh, she won Best Actress for Fargo. Series running got... In 96. Nominated for Brooklyn, but not... So, I thought her performance in this movie was... She won for what? For Fargo. Oh, okay. I thought her performance in this movie, it reminded me of her performance in Fargo. Yeah, I mean she's on. She's acting on the same level. She's hitting that that same range, you know. Even maybe pushing it even further in this movie, where she gets to that ex- that that point of anger where she's actually like violent. Yeah, and she's actually firebombing. But she's also so stations. smart and witty at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You you talk to her in conversation, and she's she she's, just tortures her. Yeah, she just tortures everyone. Yeah. She just shows how good of an actress she is because in far she's just so Minnesotan. And in this movie, she's so, like, Missouri. Like, yeah. like, her range is crazy. Yeah, and she plays the, that that minutia between those two those two states. Yeah. yeah. She's got that down where she, she felt like she was a, she was from that town in that movie. Yeah. You could see, like, everywhere where her, her rage was coming from, you know, and... She knew she about was, that road and those billboards. Like, exactly. only, like, a, a definite local would know about that. Absolutely. And at the same time, she knew enough to uh, just be like talking to the cops about how they should have a national registry for this kind of stuff. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, her ideas were, were super extreme talking about, you know, what she was talking about with, um, you know, how they yeah, should take like, DNA from that, every man yeah, when those, he's born. Some civil law, some civil rights laws are definitely violated. Exactly. When you do that, yeah. Exactly. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And he was great playing the straight man in this movie um, to the point where he wasn't... I almost feel bad giving it a seven. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, it's a, it's a <laughs> ex- it really is an excellent movie. I feel like maybe the second time I'll, I'd rate it a little higher. I really think my biggest, the biggest drawback for me on this movie is just watchability. Like, this is the kind of movie oh, where... it's like a tough movie. It's a tough movie to yeah. watch. Like, I can't tell everyone in my life to go out and see this movie because I know there are people in my life who would not want to sit through that kind of violence and that, you know, um, the, the story yeah. of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Kind of similar to like, uh, another movie we saw like Detroit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Detroit's not as good as, as this movie. No, not, no, not even close, but story wise. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like you, you might not want to sit through that. It's, it's really violent, you know, it's, um, really dark. A girl cousin of mine, I'm not going to say her name. Said she went on a date and watched this movie and they hated it. Not a date movie. Not a date movie. It was probably just, yeah. Maybe she watched it at her house or something. Yeah. This is a movie you don't, you're not going to take your parents to see it. 
probably you're not going to take a date to see it. You can take your uh, buds to see it. Yeah. You know, or people who, if you are a real cinephile, you, you know, you're a real movie lover, um, and you just look at movies more objectively, then it was beautifully shot, beautifully acted, beautifully edited, beautifully written. And if you can get past some of the darker themes of the story and they're not going to haunt you afterwards, then it's, I mean, it's an excellent movie. Yeah, of course. They don't make movies much better than this. It'll take me a while to uh, watch this movie again, for sure. I mean, What's better, Caleb Landry Jones's performance or his picture on IMDb? <laughs> I gotta take a look at that now. <laughs> uh, he it's was epic. he was the oh, yeah, wow. Bill wow. guy. Yeah. He's just in a full tux. Yeah, look at his hair. Yeah, it's crazy. all slick. Where's he from? His head. Texas. Yeah, like Garland, like Texas. Eighteen hundreds. Yeah, eighteen hundred yeah. England. Nineteen eighty nine, more like eighteen eighty nine. Oh, that's the guy from. <laughs> That's the guy from Get Out? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the guy from Get Out, exactly. The brother? Yeah. He was good in that movie. Friday Night Lights. Who is he in Friday Night Lights? Of Jimmy course he's in. Adler. Uh, interesting. He's pretty good. Interesting. Every young actor is just has been in Friday Night Lights. His middle name sure. is Landry? Yeah. Of and course he's been in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Well, the only the other character is Chris Landry? No. No, there's a, a character named Landry in Friday Night Lights. So. Yeah. But not him. Not the coach. No. Coach Taylor. Uh, yeah. Lucas Hedges was in Lady Bird. He was in both movies. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, what were you looking at here? Martin McDonough? Yeah. I mean, uh, you're probably a big in Bruges guy. I, re- I love in Bruges. It's, it's, I think it might have hit my top 25 uh, movies of the 21st century list. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, I mean, aside from just the fact that both movies were beautifully shot, you really get a feel for where they are. You get a feel for exactly how the people in that area act. Um, You get a feel for the real depth of the characters. From I mean, so from all that, from those standpoints, there those two movies are similar. But other than that. The feels of the, the feel of the movie, both those movies are very different because yeah. in Bruges, it's almost goofy. Yeah, it is goofy. It's yeah, it's kind of goofy, and it, it definitely deals it deals with some deeper themes. This was but not goofy. This yeah, there's this doesn't really have that. I mean, I guess it kind of was. It randomly was like she just yeah. started dating a midget. Yeah, like there's funny stuff, but why is dating a midget funny? I guess, I guess that's not goofy if you're trying to be like that. Isn't it, uh, <laughs> it's Peter Dinklage? Yeah, yeah it's Peter, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. He's a pretty handsome man. Yeah. But just, like, end the movie. I don't think, they, I don't they think... They certainly made it seem like there's nothing kind of goofy. There's nothing in and of itself, like, the fact that... It's the fact that she treats Peter Dinklage... He didn't think he really had a chance with her, I think, yeah. too. Right. And then, and then at the end, he's, he goes, like... You know, who are you to be pick? You know, like, who are you to be picky? You're a psychopath who firebombed a police station. Yeah. He's like, I'm just a used car salesman with a drinking problem. He's like, I'm the one who should be being picky yeah, here, you, you know? Problems. Yeah, you're the one with the bigger problems. And he's absolutely right. And, and I honestly, I love Peter Dinklage's character in this movie because of the fact that they tried to, they tried to. He was such a nice guy. He was such a nice guy. They try to paint him as, as like less than human just because he's different. A lot, a lot of the people in the town are like they look down on him and that's not that's not a joke 
but like they, they really do. They <laughs> treat it. they treat him differently because he's a little person. And then um, at the end of the movie or towards the end, like we find out that he's probably the most human character out of all of them. You know, and so it's it's this whole it's this whole thing about how there's all these awful people who live in this town who have like these really small worldviews and are just trying to deal with their own problems in these small town kinds of ways. Yeah. And you know, getting back at each other in really petty ways and there's this extreme violence that's going on at the same time and everyone's coping with it differently. There's all these awful things with suicide and the cancer and just the these crazy people who are who are rolling into town. Yeah, Woody about, Harrelson has cancer. Yeah, Woody Harrelson has, has cancer. And yeah, maybe the people are awful. They're just going through awful stuff. They're going through awful stuff, but it's the way they react to it. It's like the way they treat like How Peter Dinklage's character. Like, your daughter being raped and killed and getting cancer. Like that's e- the point. Exactly. Like, Everyone deals with it differently. I mean, look at uh, the husband goes out and he starts dating a nineteen-year-old. Yeah. You know, and he he splits and up with his wife. It's and, funny when the. Francis She's McDormand. almost one of the realest characters. Well, it's 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 funny when Francis McDormand, uh, like, like realizes that she's just like a young girl, and there's no reason to, like hate her because she's just still a nice person. Also, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all these people that are these other characters are attempting to stereotype before they get to know them, yeah. and then those are the characters that end up being the most human, and it's these ones that we really get to know who who are you yeah. know the wife with the two kids and you know like on paper those those people are going to have the most normalized and they're the most fucked up yeah of course yeah made it interesting yeah but um francis mcdormand's character mildred was she was crazy i mean the way she talks to her kids as an example Mm -hmm. where she talks to them like they're like they're her peers or like when she walks into her house after she's out drinking all night and the priest is there. Yeah. And she just tears the priest apart. And she shows that she has this larger worldview where she understands what's going on with, with the Catholic Church. And, you know, like, she basically, she equates that to the she games torches in, the priest. in Los Angeles. She walks in she torches the priest. Completely torches him. But he makes a comment. You're culpable. Yeah, you're yeah. culpable. Exactly. <laughs> Tells that whole story. Yeah. yeah. Tells the story about the, the, the Crips and the Bloods. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. If you're, if you're a part of it, then you're culpable. You're culpable. Yeah. Yeah. And she makes some really that was, that was interesting a very good points. Scene, yeah. yeah, it was a great scene. So yeah, her son is uh Ladybird's first boyfriend. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. He did a good job too. He yeah. did a good job of he's playing good. like a level headed character. Because all the craziness is the craziness of his parents, his mom just the the just person who went totally off the rails after her daughter got killed. Mm-hmm. and is just seeking revenge on the town and on the police and, and talking shit to the priest and all this stuff. And the way she the way she talks to him and the way she talked to her daughter when they were alive, that one scene, how she, she literally said to her daughter, she's like, I hope you get raped. Because she, oh, didn't, yeah. because she wanted to borrow the car. Yeah. And she was like... Chills. Yeah. That, that was spooky it's for awesome. sure. That was t- t- but he, somehow this kid is like super level-headed and he's the one who's able to talk his mom off the edge he pulls the knife on his dad when he comes in and tries to beat up his mom his mom you know again right isn't that why i split up right yeah exactly yeah yeah he was he was getting violent his dad was uh kane powers brother yeah (laughs) (laughs) good to see him again yeah yeah great to see him great actor what's that guy's name john hawks john hawks Yeah, that guy's a good actor. He's been nominated for an Oscar. Has he? Oh, here he is. John Hawks, Charlie. 
Yeah, he was good. Oh uh, yeah, nominated for one Oscar. Where was Bone? Best. Oh okay. Supporting role. Interesting. Interesting. Of that movie. Winner's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's good. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. And, okay, different I'd like movie, to but see him more. I haven't seen that before. Yeah, no, I I think he's great. He's he's funny, but in yeah, it, he did a good job in this movie of like normalizing a guy who's or like he, 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 he has a character. Yeah, who beats his wife and leaves her for a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, and then like he's just basically just an unsavory kind of person. He didn't have a mustache. Nah, he had a mustache in that picture though. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he did a great job of allowing you to come to terms with that character. And then, you know, at the end, what did Frances McDormand say to him in the restaurant? She's like, treat her right, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. About the girlfriend. Yeah, because the girlfriend was super nice also. Yeah. She was super nice. She was young, and she was not very smart. Yeah. She's like, I was reading about polio. She's like, wait, what's the one with the horses? Oh, yeah. Oh, polo? Polo. <laughs> Is that polo or polio? I forgot about that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. What did Peter Dinklage say when they were at the dinner? And he's like, uh, she said that? What? Remember when they were at dinner and the and um, Charlie's character comes up and he's like, he's talking to, to um, Mildred and Peter Dinklage's character, James, while, yeah. they're, while they're eating dinner. Sure. And he comes up to them, and, and he's telling them that his girlfriend said something and used some big word. Oh, yeah. And Peter Dinklage goes, she, she said that? Said that? <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out she read it somewhere. Yeah. That was a very funny moment. Yeah, a weird mix of just, like, goofy and super dark in this movie. I feel like I was looking for an outlet, like a comedic is that, outlet. Is that a movie. Martin McDonough thing? Probably, right? In Bruges is pretty similar. Yeah. It's pretty dark still in in Bruges. Definitely. But like a mix of goofy and dark. Yeah. I think it was more if you're looking at it like a scale, more goofy than dark in In Bruges and this movie was the opposite. Where yeah. more dark than goofy. But it's definitely still, a like, mix. Yeah. Uh, similar mix. Yeah. So we should watch Seven Psychopaths. It'll probably be the same thing. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. After absolutely after that. Sam Rockwell's in it also. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, let's check it out. Woody Harrelson's character, I think we touched on that a little bit, but uh, he he was funny. He was funny, and for a guy who's dealing with as much as he's dealing with, he had yeah his uh, such depth his suicide note was pretty interesting. Yeah, it's almost like he, it turned out like he was smarter than I thought. Yeah, right. He was almost the narrator of the story in a way. Where yeah, even, where he almost bit. he narrates through those those letters after he after he shoots himself. Yeah, because he, he wrote a couple letters. Yeah, he wrote letters to sort of everyone who was involved and yeah, even Frances McDormand's character she got one and and he was like, listen, it wasn't your fault, but I'm basically gonna let everyone think it was your fault. Yeah, and if you get through this, then, you know, good for you. I hope you do. Because you're strong and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. it was like she gave him so much shit while he was alive, he wasn't gonna let her off easy, and he knew that people were gonna blame her, and he wanted her to be the only one to know that it wasn't her fault. Exactly. Which is kind of, uh, it's hilarious in a way, and it's kind of dark, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, really good though. I didn't like his wife's accent. Woody Harrelson's wife? <laughs> yeah, it was accent. like changed throughout the movie. It's like Australian and Southern. Where is she from? She's from Australia. Yeah. Is, is it Carrie Condon? Abby Cornish. She's from New South Wales, Australia. Yeah, I actually didn't realize she was Australian until she came into the shop, I think, after Woody Harrelson killed himself. What the horse? And she comes in and she has her kids in the car, remember? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and she and she delivers a letter to Frances McDormand's character and then at that point she's got a really thick Australian accent. I may have just missed it before then, but Oh, she was changing it. She though. was changing it. Okay, so yeah, I agree with you. That was She's good. It was just her accent was weird. Yeah. I think I just don't think she spoke enough that we really caught it. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to say that she didn't yeah. That she actually screwed that up because I don't. I, I'm sure on a rewatch she probably didn't, so I'm not gonna say sure. it. She she did. But I'm kind of with you. The more I think about this movie, the higher I want to rate it. Yeah, I agree. I kind of want to see it again, and I didn't want to see it again. Like we had such a long layoff between when we saw it and when we're recording this now. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I kind of wanted to see it again, even before I talked about it again. Okay. But well, maybe we'll do a part two at some point. Uh, maybe yeah. around Oscar season if they get the nominations they think they're gonna get we can talk about it during the, during Oscar season yeah I've been looking at this one website that has like odds for uh, every movie and oh yeah that came out this year yeah anything interesting so far um no not too much but I think uh, Frances McDormand's odds on favorite for uh, best actress okay but doesn't have my vote so yeah that's interesting do I, they, do I they calculate that Apparently not. I doubt it. Apparently not. I even I haven't received my ballot yet. Yeah. And so I guess you haven't received your ballot yet. Yeah. But now I have to see Lady Bird since it appears those two are going to be uh, possibly both nominated. Is this it? Gold Derby? Shout out to goldderby.com. This is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, look at the odds. Dunkirk 13 to 2. Yeah, Dunkirk best Lady, picture. For- Lady Bird 9 to 1. Yeah, but there it is. Here's the odds on favorite. For best picture? Yeah. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. You gotta be kidding me. The Shape of Water hasn't come out yet, but that's on the. That, we're gonna see that, right? Yeah, I mean. I'm looking forward I, to that. Three billboards. I gotta right redo there, the schedule, six. yeah. Is Disaster Artist on there? I don't see Disaster Artist on here. The Big Sick is on here, which uh, I, I saw. Well, every movie's on here. Since uh, the last cast. Look at this. Oh, they got Disaster higher. Artists at 100 to 1. For, for BP? Yeah. Those aren't, they're not Tw- great odds. 20. What about James Franco? Uh, not, also not great odds. That's disappointing. Roman J. Israel's pretty far down there, too. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. Dunkirk? Yeah, if Dunkirk wins, I'll be so pumped. Yeah, I love that movie. It was great. I haven't seen all the movies, but I have it pretty highly ranked, I'd say. Oh, there she is. Frances McDormand, numero uno. Yeah. There's your girl, Cersei Ronan, number three. three. What is that? But Nine Sally to Hawkins, two. Shape of Not Water bad. is number two. Four and a half to one. I'll take... Oh, uh, did you mention I, Tonya last week? Didn't you mention that? I think... Was that in trailer talk last week? I think it was. I think we mentioned it. Yeah. Margot Robbie. It's good. Compare to... 11 to one. I want to yeah, see that. Yeah, she's... Yeah. Meryl Streep for The Post. Of course Meryl Streep's going to be nominated. Of course everyone in The Post is going to be nominated. In The Post in general. I didn't see it. Did you see it? 
Has it come out? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Is that the one about Watergate? Yeah. Oh, that's just that like, one about the Washington Post. Yeah. It's just like a, a journalist movie. So oh, yeah. Of course. Classic. Everyone's going to... Is Robert Redford making an appearance? I don't know. I hope so. Is it, a, is it an Amazon picture? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm looking forward he to does, it. He does have the post. I get into moods sometimes where all I want to do is watch journalism movies. Yeah. They're always good. Spotlight. Spotlight. All, all the President's, President's Men. men. <laughs> Etc. Yeah. Uh, Frost Nixon. Frost Nixon. There you go. Thank you. Kind of journalism. Yeah. Yeah, that's journalism. Close enough. Close enough. I'm not splitting hairs here. This isn't a, this isn't a hair splitting competition. Um, anything else you want to say about three billboards other than if you've got if you've got the constitution and you can handle a little bit of violence you mean? mean you've probably already seen it if you listen to this podcast but you know as far as if you haven't seen it yet and you listen to yeah, the podcast definitely go see it it's fantastic go see it just don't like don't think you're gonna be pumped and like happy yeah you, you might yeah exactly you might not feel great you'll have been treated to an excellent movie going experience but you're going to have some feelings that maybe aren't such great feelings. Yeah. I just kind of want to know... Well, I don't know. There's, I'm just thinking now, there's so many little glimpses of humanity in the story. Like, when Sam Rockwell's in the hospital, and he's in the same room as Caleb Landry-Jones, but Caleb Landry-Jones doesn't know it's Sam Rockwell's character. Yeah. After he he's in the hospital because, because Sam Rockwell like... threw him out a window and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And then Sam Rockwell shows up in full body like cast. Yeah. So you can't see who's in there. Exactly. And then Kale Leonard Jones offers him some orange juice, you know? Yeah. Trying to trying to make the burn victim feel, you know, feel good and do anything he can to help this guy out, even though he himself is in dire straits. Yeah. You know, and all messed up in the hospital. And uh, even when he finds out it's Sam Rockwell's character, he still gives him the orange juice. Yeah. So there's a, there's a little glimmer of yeah, hope, a little good. humanity, I, some forgiveness. I like to Caleb Landry Jones' character. I do too. I really like it. I th- I think maybe a supporting actor, not something like that. Wow. Potentially, I mean, if he's gonna get one for anything. What about Get Out? No, he wouldn't get it for that. I think no. I think this. Uh, he played a really good character. He was kind of the fast talking salesman. Yeah. But at the same time, he's just he's just a young kid. It seems like he's just a young kid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Michael, yeah. another scene like that is uh-huh. when uh, Woody Harrelson and Francis are arguing like really bad, and then all of a sudden he like coughs up blood on her on accident. And oh she's yeah. Like oh honey, like immediately just like gives him a hug. Yeah. Like, they want to kill each other, and immediately just like oh shit. It, it's almost like they're they're so bad. playing characters or caricatures. You they know, were playing characters. Well, no, but I mean, like within within the story <laughs> itself, is like he's just like playing a cop, and she's playing this this angry, yeah. outraged oh, mother yeah. and a, citizen. He is a cop, but he's like playing this tough cop. Yeah, and, he like, plays a tough guy, but really, he's just like sick dude, you know. And yeah. she's just like a, a just like a, a nice lady who has been wronged. She's dead. Like when her daughter died, she died. Yeah. So she doesn't really care about anything anyone. Yeah. But then like she, even that date she went on with uh, Peter Dinklage, yeah. like she knew she shouldn't have gone on yeah, she, for that exact reason. Like yeah. She's going to make people feel terrible. Like She feels terrible. How is she going to be a good date? Yeah. She's not ready to date people. Like, she doesn't care. I think she told him that too. Yeah. You know, she was, And not for that reason, but you're right. 
she did die with her daughter, didn't she? Yeah. Man, like when the when the billboards are getting burned, and the son's like, "Just leave him, just leave him," and the mom's like, "Some more humanity with like the, the the sign painter, like that guy yeah. was just like, was down to help out, yeah, painting those signs again, right? He didn't have to show up again and no. say we keep spares of these, yeah. but I think you're right. That's all she was living for, and I think we see that also at at the end after they put the billboards back up and the deer comes walking by, yeah, and she's like. She's acting like, oh, maybe that's my daughter. Yeah, you're beautiful, but you're not my daughter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, then she, she, but that thought crosses her mind, and then immediately she's like, no, I know that's not the case. Yeah. She's just looking for a little bit of hope anywhere. Anywhere, for sure. Yeah. Man, so sad, so dark, so heavy, so well done. Good movie. Good movie. I'm gonna raise my my number, but not officially, not right now. Okay. Staying on the seven right now. Raise it in the rewatch. I like it. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll put revision. the asterisks on this. It'll be revision later. Yeah, exactly. So right now we're at what? 7.25? Yeah. Asterisks. Asterisks. Official quad M. We'll get back to you. Munchers. There's something else we want to get into this week. Yeah. And uh, you may have seen us post about it on if you follow us on Facebook or on Twitter, but it's the Quantum Advent Calendar. I'll, yes. I'll let Nick get into this. Well, I'm just I'm very excited about it. I just like had this planned out for like a month. This was just, Nick's labor of love. By uh, the way. I put it together. I thought I was gonna have like, I mean, I guess in the end I found some deep cuts and and did some things where uh, I think it turned out well. I don't know. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> it's absolutely uh, great. Yesterday we watched Die Hard. Right. Yeah, exactly. Everyone watched Die Hard, I'm sure. Everyone, everyone watched Die Hard. Kick off the, the, the Christmas season with a little Die Hard. Absolutely. Uh, tonight's office uh, Christmas party, which is the most recent movie on the list. Yeah. It's very funny. And well worth a watch. A great way to ease into that Christmas season. Yeah. You know? It's a Kia. It's what God would drive. Yeah, you guys are probably having your Hilarious. office Christmas parties pretty soon. Yeah. Get some ideas. <laughs> yeah. I'll spice I it up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and if you do, please film it. There's a couple I put on here that sounded like I hadn't even seen, and I kind of wanted to, uh, I was interested in. Okay, which ones? Uh, I don't speak French, but Joyo, Joyo Noel. Joyo Noel? Yeah. Uh, it's about, like, it's a World War II story. Oh. Uh, they, it, like, take a break for for Christmas. Really? Yeah. 2005 boy how did we miss that one I don't know it's got it's got like a 7.5 plus rating on IMDb too so like a, wow it's apparently a good movie is it a French film uh maybe I don't know interesting it's a French name yeah. um there's another one too actually the day before on the 13th is all I want for Christmas Who's in that one? Uh, Leslie Nielsen plays Santa. No way. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I gotta check this out. Oh, yeah, that's an <laughs> automatic know, uh, winner in my book. Yeah, we're big. I'll definitely Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, the cast is definitely big. Leslie Nielsen Absolutely. guy, right? Rest in peace, Leslie. Yeah. Um, anything like what? What's your favorite on here? Well, I'll tell you. I watched. Um, I know I'm I'm out of order here, uh, but I watched Just Friends last night. Yes. Because that's one of my Christmas go-to's, <laughs> and I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, that's one I I probably got to find or just watch on uh, sometime in December for sure. Yeah, and like when Elf, we got it, I watch Elf every year. 
Elf yeah. is another go-to. Watch Bad Santa every year. I watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with my with my nieces the other yeah. night. So I wanted I wanted to get either that or Frosty on there for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. Just like a classic, uh, almost children's uh, story. Mm-hmm. But great. Um, mean so, Girls. You want to tell people why you put Mean Girls on there? Uh, for one scene only, and yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. That scene is. Uh, that scene will put you in the Christmas spirit. Absolutely. For sure. And you've got all the classics on here. Miracle on 34th Street. You've got It's a Wonderful Life. Of course. Um, Christmas Vacation. Oh, actually, one I want to talk about real quick is, uh, have you seen A Very Murray Christmas? I have not. That was, uh, that, was that a Netflix special? It's like a Netflix special. I don't know if it's a mo- considered a movie, it. but... Did you see it? Uh, yeah, it? it's great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, definitely put you in the Christmas spirit. I'll check that out. I think December 19th. Actually, about, that's about a week before. That's a great time for to watch it. Definitely. I'll really get you going. Um, here's one that took me a little bit by surprise. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, okay. You don't like it? I saw it in theaters. I also saw it in theaters in Maui with my family. In Maui? Yeah. All right. And you liked it? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was like Jim Carrey's heyday. And yeah. It's tough not to like him. He's one of the greatest actors but it's just like so, such a weird movie and it's super weird. Uh, it's pretty entertaining. I just thought I just thought it was an interesting choice to go live over animated. Animated's great too, of yeah. course. But I, I like it. I like I think it's a bold choice and I think it's the right choice. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, what I'm else? Barry Harold, I'm Barry Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Saturday, I don't know if you noticed, but those were typically my uh, the, the raunchier ones of the Oh, look at that. You're right. Office Christmas Party, Harold and Kumar. Not so much a, It's a Wonderful Life. God Santa. But well, but the, by that, the 23rd, that's Christmas Eve Eve. You yeah. don't want to be in the Christmas spirit. Exactly. It's a Wonderful Life. To me, in my life, there's no more Christmas movie than It's a Wonderful Life. Sure. Same as Rick If you If you want to feel Christmas, Donnie... You put on your Santa hat and you watch It's a Wonderful Life. Nice so if you, there's if, not a dry eye in the house. If you noticed here, uh, Christmas Vacation switched. Like, that would have been the Saturday movie, but oh, it's a Friday movie. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Not, yeah. But a lot of thought was put into this. Yes, very methodical. Um, and also, you did a great job on uh, making it look good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, it's... When you got a list like that to work with, <laughs> it makes it easy. Great. Uh, you want to talk about next week? You ready? Yeah, let's do it. A dig Predictions. Um, I think we're both pretty ready for this. Um, some of our favorite like comedians and people who've made like the funniest movies we've seen uh, recently. I'd say. Yeah. Not like immediately recently, but uh, in the last fifteen years or so. Definitely. Um, we're going to see The Disaster Artist. I can't wait. Yeah, very excited. Very excited. Um, what, what kind of number are you putting on it? You're going in... I mean, we're going in, it's pretty hyped, obviously. Yeah, I want... I mean, I want to go in strong on this movie because I... I Okay, I love the trailers. Yeah, they're hilarious. And I want to see more of the trailers. Yeah. Like, I could watch... Every time those trailers come on before a movie... Yeah, I, we've I talked about this before. Going. We're like, I, I wish laugh I was watching that. when James Franco just like shows up in totally. any movie, and like, and now he's playing this character that everyone like is constantly laughing at. Exactly. And it's 
gonna be great. I'm just gonna be laughing at it the whole time. The yeah. whole time. I'm gonna go in strong with an eight. Yeah, I was gonna go nine. Honestly, it might be the it, <laughs> yeah. it might be the best movie I've seen this year. Like, completely yeah. honest. And that's kind of the uh, expectations we're going in with. And I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm like uh, I'm like Briggsby Bear excited for this movie. Yeah, really. That's the level of excitement I'm at. Maybe yeah. even slightly more because I know Zac Efron. I know more what to expect out of this movie. Josh Hutcherson, yeah. Dave Franco, James Franco. Seth Rogen, just, I think you just read Allison all these Br- people. Yeah, just read down the list. You get down here with Jason uh, Manzukas. D- Jason Manzukas yeah. is like halfway down the page June with Megan Mullally, and it's like the funniest woman of all time, Megan Mullally. Nath- Nathan Fielder's on this list. Nathan and he's Fielder, I don't even know he's that. Basically, at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, Paul Shears in it. Paul, Paul Shears, Shears in, in it. it. Yeah. This. If this movie it's isn't exciting. just hilarious. And there's actually, no, there's no way this movie isn't hilarious. Yeah, and we have one of our guests here today, actually. Oh, that's right. Uh, next week's guest. Donnie's been sitting out from the corner, so yeah, of, uh, he's, he's been waiting in. to uh, give his number this he's whole time. Yeah. Come give us your, come give us your number, Donnie. Yeah. I am also. I have a lot of anticipation for this one. I've been a fan of the room for for many years now. I love Franco and I love Rogan. Um, I'm gonna go with a nine. He's giving it a nine, straight nine. from the Donnie's yeah. mouth. Yeah. I'm excited. We're all excited. It's gonna be great. And we have another uh, guest joining us potentially as well. Potentially, yeah. Let's hope so. Ribs is here. Ribs. Well, we don't want to give it away, Donnie, but we might have a we might have a four person cast going next time. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe five. Maybe five. So yeah, next week's cast should be uh, a riot as yeah. as the movie. So yeah, go see it and then uh, join us next week. Yeah, and uh, we pre- appreciate you guys coming out here. Always. Welcome to the Christmas season. Yeah. Definitely follow along with the advent calendar if you get the chance because some great movies. Great movies. And uh, you know, feel free to uh, share it freely amongst your friends, your family. Yeah, and send us uh, your favorite Christmas movie. Did you ever check the email? No, of course I didn't check the email. Guys, next week we're going to be checking emails. So drop us a line. Uh, MMMpod at yeah. gmail.com. Favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. And uh, five to six reasons why. Beautiful. Um, and it'd be M- great to MLA hear. format. MLA format. <laughs> it'd be great to hear from some of our international listeners. You know? Um, yeah. Just any, anyone who, who feels like dropping us a line. Drop us a line, and we will uh, we'll interact with you here on the podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm Nick Owen. I'm Michael Brown. Thanks for munching. Bye. Bye.